0: Welcome to the Resilient Teacher Project. I'm Julie Sohacki, a clinical professor and program director for English secondary education at University of Hartford. The Resilient Teacher Project is 30 minutes or less on-the-go professional development segments intended to empower and inspire busy educators. My mission is to grow resilient teacher leaders by offering innovative and inspirational content. All topics integrate Teacher self care and well being, both in and out of the classroom. Today, our topic is teacher dispositions and how self care can help you to grow and become a better teacher. Professional dispositions are essentially your professional attitudes, values, and beliefs. Today, we're going to dig deeper into these dispositions to invite teachers at any level to inspire their students and create a classroom filled with empathy and compassion. I'd like to offer a formal and comprehensive definition of dispositions, just so you can hear how much of your practice this really encompasses. Dispositions in education are the values, commitments, and professional ethics that influence behaviors towards students, families, colleagues, and communities that affect student learning, motivation, and development, as well as the educator's own professional growth. So you can see by this definition that your attitudes, values, and beliefs and how you present yourself to not only your students, but to the entire school community Are critically important. So first, let's look at the top qualities of effective teachers according to students. As you listen, allow yourself to honestly reflect on your own practices. Pearson surveyed students ages 15 to 19, so high schoolers across the United States, about what they thought made an effective teacher. Their responses highlight just how important a student-focused approach is to the learning experience. The top five qualities of great teachers, according to students, are the following. The first one, the ability to develop relationships with their students. This was the most frequent response. And the research literature agrees with students. Teachers need to be able to build trusting relationships with students in order to create a safe, positive, and productive learning environment. One student actually said that great teachers are willing to listen when there's a problem. The next one is about being patient, caring, and kind. So, again, this one's not about being an expert in your content area either. It's more about dispositions and personality. So the personality characteristics of someone who's patient, caring, and kind is really a person who's compassionate and has a sensitivity to student differences. This was the second most frequently reported quality. And there's research to support that teacher dispositions are strongly related to student learning and development. The next one is a broad category, and it's knowledge of learners. Here it includes the understanding of how students learn at a given developmental level, how students in a specific subject area typically progress, like learning progressions or trajectories. Teachers need to have the awareness that learners have individual needs and abilities, and an understanding that instruction should be tailored to meet each learner's needs. And one of the students explained it as, the teacher understands the pace and capacity of the student. So again, back to being compassionate, having empathy, having um, kindness and thoughtfulness, and ultimately knowledge of of your learners. The fourth one is dedication to teaching. And this is all about passion for the work, which includes commitment to student success. And a student for this one said, a teacher should always be willing to help and give time. So here we've gone through four of them and none of them are talking about the actual content area. So as a teacher, dispositions are vitally important. The last one is engaging students in learning. And even this one has an interesting slant. Researchers talk about three types of engagement that are required for students to learn cognitive, emotional, and behavioral. And the students who were surveyed mostly focused on making content interesting. So, not about the content itself, but they're asking teachers to just make that content interesting and for the teacher to have the ability to motivate students to learn. And one student said, great teachers are motivating students to succeed in and out of school. So these are the top qualities of effective teachers. All of them are touching on teacher dispositions in one way or another. Let's now go through a quick self-assessment process now with just five key dispositions. The dispositions that I'm thinking of are positive outlook, intellectual integrity, respect, self-awareness, and dedication. Remember, regular self-assessment is an important part of the process. Teacher candidates and novice teachers within the first few years of teaching are growing, changing, and evolving as effective teachers. So self-assessing allows you to develop the habit of ongoing professional development that really should continue throughout your professional career. So let's take a look at some of these dispositions just informally. The first one is positive outlook, and that's self-explanatory. Here we're looking for a teacher who is cheerful, finds good in most situations, is able to praise others, laughs easily, looks on the bright side, responds to challenges, and sees a crisis as an opportunity. Um, Just some red flags, maybe a teacher who is hypercritical or easily daunted or quick to blame. Um, Also just a teacher who's altogether negative. So positive outlook is an important disposition because in year three or four or five of teaching, when you've seen obstacles in your way as a teacher, being positive helps you get through those moments. And that's what we talk about um, in teacher resiliency. The next one is intellectual integrity, and that means that the teacher takes pride in her work, does the extras, is a careful thinker, values research, admits limitations, um, realizes that truth is relative, and they're open to new ideas, and they value others' opinions. The next one is respect, and in respect, there's listening. And so a teacher who really has this disposition down is usually a good listener and is giving and makes extra effort in situations because the teacher genuinely cares and is eager to learn about others. So this means that they're slow to judge and very thoughtful. Someone who makes off-color comments or really just doesn't listen or uses stereotypical language or seems to be self-centered or judgmental, um, needs to work on this disposition of respect. The next one is self-awareness. And in this, it's very interesting because it's asking the teacher to know and accept her strengths and weaknesses. And someone who's not self-aware basically has a limited knowledge of her strengths, weaknesses, and her potential. Someone who is self-aware also is able to accept criticism and is willing to hear another person's viewpoint and also is able to reach a high quality of reflection. And now dedication, which is the fifth disposition that I just wanted to touch on briefly, a teacher who's dedicated is going to give extra time, really cares about her work, is actively engaged in life, actually does extra work. She's willing to help others take risks and completes work on time. So hopefully these will give you some food for thought as we continue on this journey of really diving into dispositions. So I hope that you have a better sense of what dispositions are and why they're so important for educators. Our children need teachers who exhibit and model these characteristics. These dispositions are a starting point. We as teachers need to model empathy, resilience, compassion, and also have the ability to build trust with our students. That's why relationship building is so important. Trust is actually built in small incremental moments over time. I love the goal of Scarlett Lewis's Choose Love Enrichment program because we as teachers can model the knowledge, attitude, and skills to choose love in any situation, We need to step up and show our students these abilities, and that's why exhibiting the foundational dispositions are critical. Teachers are then able to model some really important knowledge, attitudes, and skills that can change students' lives. Remember the student feedback from the survey at the beginning of this episode? Well, imagine teachers who model empathy, compassion, and resilience. How would students rank those teachers? I think they would be off the charts. The goal of the Choose Love Enrichment Program is to provide children with the knowledge, attitude, and skills they need to choose love in any situation. We need to model these abilities so that our students can begin to practice them if they are not already. We need to create a safe community where these practices are embraced and encouraged. So here are the specific practices. The first one is understanding and managing emotions, having that self-awareness and self-management. Now that's something that we could model. Another one is setting and achieving positive goals. Setting goals in the classroom is something that we can model and scaffold for students. Feeling and showing empathy and compassion for others and having social awareness and situational awareness. Also establishing and maintaining positive relationships, which is I think our goal for all of our classrooms. And finally making responsible decisions, which we can actually talk through with our students and even role play. So how does self-care fit into this picture? Well, when your cup is filled to the brim and even overflowing, it's much easier to exhibit the characteristics of an effective teacher. Foundational self-care, which we talked about last time and where we ask, are our basic needs being met and are, your, um, are you being kind to yourself, is step one and is critical because it allows you to be so much more. But then doing the work to bring the best you into your work environment is also in a critical critically important step. This includes working on who you are as a person and many times relates to self-love, relying on the premise that if we don't love ourselves, we can't truly love and have compassion for others. And the first step to self-love is always self-care. So work on who you are as a person and really increase that level of daily self-care so that you can bring these important skills into the classroom. Working with a coach or mentor can really help. And this process overall includes self-reflection. That always helps as well. Besides working towards meeting the foundational dispositions, teachers at any point in their careers can work towards cultivating positive, compassionate relationships in the classroom, and they can model this for their students. So, check out the show notes for more, and as always, e- email me at sohackyhartford.edu at if you have a question or comment. Thank you for joining me and listening to the Resilient Teacher Project. If you want to see more, please like my Facebook page, Simplify, Rejuvenate, Teach. It's where I post podcast episodes and other inspiration for teachers. I'm Julie Sohaki. Until next time, take good care.